Welcome to the Paul Griff Show. You got myself, Paul. You got myself, Griff. God, here we are. Another exciting week. Another new heat wave. Oh, I just can't sleep. Oh, here's a question. I spoke about this at work. I want to hit you with the question straight away. If you could collaborate with Britney Spears with one song, what song would it be? One of her songs. (laughs) It'd have to be Hit Me Baby one more time. Do you reckon? I think it's definitely the one that I'd know the most lyrics to. I think I could definitely like... uh, Or Crazy. Battle Crazy. Because I watched the... um, Who would you go for? Um, I want to do that um, Not A Girl, You're Not Yet A Woman song. That's a strong one. From uh, Crossroads. Is it Crossroads, that film? Yeah, I've never seen it. Not Yet A Woman. That one. They sit on a mountain. Thought me and her could do that. Beautiful. You don't do enough yeah. at the moment. I watched a documentary that she liked the other night. Um, was, it, was it the Free Britney one or a new one? Framing Britney. Um, I think it is the newest one. Um, it's crazy, like, just how, like, her dad has, like, all the kind of makes all the decisions for her. And obviously, Britney then posted on Instagram yesterday. She ain't doing nothing until. That gets revolved, but um, man, it's crazy what we what what people put these celebrities through. Bless her. Um, yeah. Now I pr- truly understand what the free Britney um hashtag meant, which I pretty much didn't know really before. See, no, no, you're up to speed with the world. I'm educated. Um, but yeah. By the way, like it didn't come home. I know we didn't talk about it last week. It was too soon. It didn't come home. We move on. It's done. Yeah, last week was obviously it was a, it was a special, it was a timeless show. So we decided not to discuss it. We just uh, tried to step away from it. But yeah, it's there. It's the elephant in the room. It didn't come home. It was close for a minute, but then it wasn't. It was close for a minute. Time, ah. If I could save time in a bottle. Oh. 56 years lucky, eh? Let's try again. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And, um, I know, like we're we're going to be talking about movies soon, but like, uh, you you sent me that that post about the old cardboard beds for the Olympics. I thought that was a big fucking joke. <laughs> I didn't know it's actually legit. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it could be real. When um, you sent it to me, did you think it was a joke? Um, I wasn't entirely sure. I I, I thought there's a good chance it could be real, but I kind of, you know, I didn't want to completely kind of dismiss it, you know. What made me think was a joke was the whole, like, if you make one little movement, it'll collapse. And, like, how are you going to get a good night's sleep knowing if you move a little bit, the cardboard? Um, if people don't know what we're talking about, apparently, to try and avoid um, Olympians in the village having sex, they've made cardboard, like, single-use beds. And apparently, even though you get given condoms for going into the village, you should only really save them for, like... Souvenir purposes and not use them. Yeah, even though they'll just probably go on the floor instead, but whatever. Or put my bread and blow like bubbles out of them. Like, <laughs> not. <laughs> Did you ever do that? No. Fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the size of my nose. What's wrong with you? Oh, that's true. That's true. Trojans. <laughs> yeah, a couple of Trojans. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
You'd be like, Jesus, this guy. <laughs> He's got a big nose. Um, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, this week, what are we doing? We're doing a little bit of um, Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, even though I hate that title. Um, but that is the title, Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. I think I've forgotten the name of this film more than I've forgotten the name of any film ever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I've constantly always felt like I've had to go back and what was it, was it? But yeah, I've had to check and try and re-remember the name of this film more than any film that we've ever reviewed. Totally. Yeah, we're doing Hobbs and Shaw because that's um, kind of newish to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because it got taken by storm, we're discussing what scenes in non-horror films scared the hell out of us. Um, say scared the hell out of us. What's scared out of you? Obviously, we're going to go for a few. Um, Paul being the horror king. Can let us know if they're justified or not, or people just being wimps. Um, oh, a bit strong, isn't it? Okay, they're being a little bit fragile. It's fragile, all right? Yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? We'll just roll through it. Are they overreacting? Is that an overreaction? Um, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty much the, the agenda. It's the perfect agenda. I guess we insert a little jingle and we're going to start. Fast and the Furious, Hobson Shaw. Got it wrong again. Oh, Griff, for those who don't know, for those who are away from this Fast and the Furious bubble, give us a little synopsis. Give us an idea and enlighten me how this is tied up with the other films. I don't know if I can do the last bit, but um, <laughs> Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, which his original title was Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, oh, had its Hollywood, California premiere in USA on the 13th of July, 2019. And in the UK, we got it on the 1st of August, 2019. Lawman, Luke Hobbs. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, an outcast Deckard Shaw, Jason Statham, form an unlikely alliance when a cyber genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. It was written by David Litch, who also did Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, and John Wick amongst his, um, his CV. Um, written by Chris Morgan, Drew Pierce, and Gary Scott Thompson. It stars Obviously, Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Hobbs, Jason Statham as Shaw, Idris Elba as Brixton, Vanessa Kirby as Hattie, and Helen Mirren as Queenie. It had a budget of $200 million. That's a big budget. Um, a how much do reckon it made? Um, with a rock in it. Fast and Furious, three hundred and fifty million. Oh, a bit more than that. 400. Double, double, and a little bit on. Oh wow! Seven hundred and fifty-nine million, fifty-six thousand nine hundred and thirty-five dollars. You smell? Oh. Wow! Could you smell that Just chunk of change? 
um, had a tagline of nothing is stronger than family, which I find funny with all the family memes going around. Um, because that's probably the only tie-in I've got of the Fast Furious, apart from the fact that obviously Hobbs and Shaw have both in the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll just just go on it. Um, I, I will say before we really go into it, this film surprised the hell out of me. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we watched this at different times, and uh, I I was sort of blown away, and uh, I was I was actually excited to talk to you about it because I couldn't believe just how good it was. It, it, it's really it's really good, um, and I suppose I do like The Rock. I do like Jason Statham. I do like Idris Elba, and I very much like Vanessa Kirby. Um, I'm guessing the thing that put me off this movie was the Fast and the Furious part of it. I'm not a massive fan of the Fast and Furious. Um, I didn't get how these characters would kind of work together, but I'm glad to say, watching the movie, you don't really need that background. No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, there's hardly like any cars in it. There definitely wasn't any racing. There's loads of good bits. Even the beginning bit, we had the split screen of them doing the same thing, like waking up, but their morning routines. There's just loads of little cool oh, creative bits. There's there was some great well-timed one lines. There was some proper laugh-out-loud scenes. I've even like shown some of the scenes that I've found funny to other people to gauge their reaction to make sure I wasn't just sort of going crazy. But... Um, yeah, there was some there was some great like bits like the obviously the standout for me is the lift scene. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, the lift scene were obviously well it's weird, isn't it? Because you don't want to spoil it, but you gotta spoil it, sort of. Yeah, he just decides not to he's like, You don't tell me what to do. He sort of takes the lift instead of jumping down. It's just oh, it's just so funny the way it's um done. The, these and he did it pretty cool as well, did it really cool like yeah, the rocks is so angry, and these these two um, together really do have a great bit of chemistry. They're a perfect double act. They're always bickering, or and I love the fact that always trying to get one up themselves, um, yeah. which is which, which is the main the main thing, and that which makes the film like so good. Um, Idris Elba is a pretty decent bad guy. Um, yeah. Almost like, I suppose, I suppose he's kind of genetic. He's, he's kind of like got some kind of robot things in him. So he's very kind of on them. Some of the stuff he does with the motorbike underneath was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And you just, you, you don't know who to root for because it made me feel like Idris Elba, he's been in a few franchises now. Um, and Vanessa Kirby's pretty good as um, Jason Statham's sister in the film. Well, she's hot anyway, but um, that's just that's just me. Um, and the cameos, I do remember now years ago reading that Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart were coming to the Fast and the Furious franchise, and I've, I've kind of be honest, I thought nothing of it since. But this is the film where uh, just really random, right? Then popping up, <laughs> it was. I mean, but I said, didn't I? Don't look at the cast before watching the film. 
I thought you told me that because of Roman Reigns, and I was like, I think I know Roman Reigns is in this. Um, no, it was it was because of um, I, I didn't look at it, and I was caught out with like Kevin Hart. I was like, oh shit, and then obviously that's it, right? Um, very weird. Obviously, after watching Pokemon, him popping up again, um, we could have been doing yeah. other degrees of separation. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was weird because obviously he's amazing, but he he sort of does. I don't know. He's the best at playing different characters every time. He is. It's almost like sometimes, most of the time, he's Deadpool without the costume. Yeah, and it's crazy that Deadpool's the character that I constantly related to because it, it, you know there, there must be someone out there that watches Deadpool and think, oh, it's just fucking Pikachu dressed up. Van Wilder, right, part liaison. <laughs> no, no, to- totally. Um, he's not in it a great deal, but he's in it enough. He's got a very extended, um, like credits and credit scene. Um, no, it's just uh, comedic timing, and, and that is, is is spot on for a lot of these films. It really is. It, it really is, and from start to finish for a two hour that's the other thing that kind of put me off it wasn't the fact you said you really loved it it's two hours and 20 minutes and I'm like two hours and 20 minutes plus it's a Fast and the Furious movie I, I don't know if I can do this in like one sitting and I found that like it did not feel like two hours and 20 minutes whatsoever it didn't it, like I said it was it was really enjoyable it kept getting more enjoyable I, I was I was very similar Fast and the Furious the time I was sort of sort of dreading it, I guess. But um wow, yeah, unbelievable. Like you said you like the lift scene, which obviously I was I was gonna highlight, but also even though another scene I did like, um even though I do remember it now from the trailers a little bit, was when they're both trying to pick a door and he goes, Jason, that's my door. And he obviously sees it and there's like eight eight bad guys behind it. <laughs> it's just like actually, I think this is your door. <laughs> that whole scene, yeah, and him trying oh. to smash his face into the eye retina scanner while the rock's just like yawning and like he's bored. You've got to go it's... through every guy to see who's the one that can unlock the door, it, it, and it's just crazy because what I love is they do play from like the rock is the most pa- powerful guy, whereas Jason Statham's like more like the, the martial artist kind of. He, he, everything's re- in this really stupid world, like. They're really believable as badasses, and the whole the whole electrocuting. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna apparently can only take like f- four electrocutions until you die. And I was like, yeah. we'll take five. <laughs> just, don't just shut your mouth up, do you? It's just um, yeah, it's just got so many great sort of little one-liners. I mean, it's still got like you know your deaths and your shocking deaths and expect but yeah it, it, I do think it's got so much oh there's another bit I was going to say about which I thought was great but I forgot it when you were talking a bit um, of the plane with the names that's quite funny yeah plane's funny um, oh I don't know what was I going to say oh that was it I'm not sure if it was an easter egg or if it was just a throwaway coincidence but when I was looking at all the cars, mm. it had the Mini, and he was just like, oh, what's that? And he goes, oh, that's just sentimental. It was just from a little job I did in Italy. Oh. And obviously, 
He was in the Italian job remake, wouldn't he? He was in the Italian job remake. So I don't know if it was just like a throwaway nothingness cause, or they sort of planted there as like a joke. You know what? I think it was a plant, yeah, because there was so much going on. Because at one point, Jason Statham has like a shotgun smoking barrel under the thing. And I'm like, okay, because he was in Locked Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. The Rock, I think there were so many like hidden stuff in this movie that was like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. So it maybe completely like not seeing yeah, I'm, it. I'm trying to think if there was a, um, if Jason Statham made a comment about getting electrocuted because he was in Cranks, wasn't he? He was in Cranks, which is a mental film. Yeah, so he probably made a joke there that we didn't get the reference to. I just thought it was really weird. He's looking at the cars and there's a mini and the rock took the piss and he goes, that's sentimental or something. Something like that. He said, that's dang. He goes, that's from a little job I did in Italy. And I just thought, you're in the remake of Italian Job. I don't know if that's just a coincidence or thing. So I, mean, I reckon there's probably loads of Easter eggs by the looks of things. Of maybe them referencing old films. Oh, I, I, I think there was. Um, and there, there was a lot of stuff in there, like Blink and You'll Miss It. Um, yeah. I kind of wanted The Rock to do like a rock bottom. He's never done that since um, Welcome to the Jungle. But yeah, one day he obviously did like didn't like the daughter do like the eyebrow, and he's like, I don't do that. <laughs> um, but it's just and the soundtrack, like the opening um, song, which obviously before you only think of um, X Men with um, "If I Could Save Time in a Bottle." It's our favorite film, our uh, favorite scenes ever. That they did a really like different version of it and I've been listening to it like ever since there you go, um, it's a good film right? it's a good film um, it, it's just what I would tell you is it should have just been called Hobbs and Shaw it didn't have to I don't think there's any kind of nods to there probably is for fans, fans probably think oh yeah I get that, I get that but it could have just been its own standalone movie. And because it's... I always feel like they made this because Vin Diesel was a bit of a a bit of a whiner and The Rock was overshadowing him in his own franchise. Hence The Rock. Because there was, there, was, there was loads of rumours of, like, bickering on set. And obviously, if it's supposed to be your franchise and someone's bigger... bigger I got a funny feeling this is why this was made. Personally, anyway. Yeah, no, well, it's a good way to get in the franchise of us. Yes, and that. Massively. Um, and I'd, I'd want to see more. I, I think they really they really do bounce off each other really well. They did tease at the end that maybe another job. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I've got a funny feeling Vin Diesel will put a stop to that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think... Um... I mean, they could do enough. I don't know if they, if they would, but obviously, it may... you know, it definitely could be. Um... The Rock's just worth money at the moment. Um, it's whether they can afford. Obviously, they can't afford him, but everything The Rock touches at the moment, like, is gold. Um, and it's interesting that Vin Diesel gets rid of him 
and then brings in John Cena into Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Fast and Furious Nine. Because um, I think, surely, like John Cena is quite big as well. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'd definitely watch it again. I, I think it's easy put it in the background. Um, there is some crazy, crazy scenes like over the top and like explosive and there's a great comedy it's an action comedy i think they i think this is like got the genre of action but for me it's an action comedy and a very very good one um and vanessa i think i forget about the plot like that they're trying to get this virus out of vanessa kirby like you kind of don't really care just give me more comedy give me more action well yeah it's kind of loose and at the end it was kind of um sort of cool the way that it's sort of done in it where um, obviously he goes back home and you get sort of cameos from like sort of Roman Reigns and a bunch of others and stuff like that that's got a cool sort of they've got all hey, the also. tech hey also oos 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 but um, yeah no great film highly recommend it it's on Netflix at the moment um, in the UK hopefully other places as well. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. You don't have to be a fan of Fast and Furious to enjoy this film because all of the 3,000 Fast and Furious films don't really add anything to this, or well, at least nothing that um, I picked up on anyway. I haven't seen them, so it's not like I felt. I didn't feel like I missed out on anything. Gives you a good enough backstory about the characters. Uh, it's a deep, great action, some hilarious scenes. It's just a really easy watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree on that. Very, very easy to watch. And um, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a perfect Saturday night action. Yeah, Saturday night flick. Yeah, exactly. I watched it on, um, I think, a Saturday night. And uh, yeah, like I said, perfect. Really, really enjoyed it. It was your choice, so thank you. You messaged me about it and I was like, oh. Um, but yeah, should just proves to give any film a chance. Um, especially the rock in. Especially the rock. Oh, Zombie Lake. One day. Is there a film called Zombie Lake? Or are you just making it up? You've never seen Zombie Lake. That's, it's renowned as one of the worst zombie films ever. Like in the um, in the lake, you actually see that it's filmed in a swimming pool. and it's Wilson Shaw of the Dead? Um, for different reasons, yeah. But it's got zombie a good cult Lake. following. It's got 3.1 on IMDb. What, Zombie Lake? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. We wasn't even born. We were born into the world to see it. I thought you were talking about that film um, with Kurt Angle in. I can't remember what it's called. There's, oh. a, there's a film Kurt Angle in with Kevin Nash like as one of the... Are they zombies? Oh, do you know what I'm talking about? I think TNA even like uh, one of the first ever TNA movies. I feel like I own it. Is it my copy? No. <laughs> I bought it in town. Then. You, ne- you never know. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't own. We got one little film from you. When wrestlers star in um in these films, River of Darkness. Yes, I think Sid's in it as well, isn't he? Yeah, Psycho, Psycho Sid and Kevin yeah. Nash. Um, that's got 2.1 that's even worse what do you expect <laughs> it's got an angle 
Mate, he um, won an Olympic with a broken neck. Oh, did you see him slug off Conor McGregor? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was quite funny. I thought it was quite funny. Oh. But yeah, we, we digress. Um, don't watch but yeah, it. check it out, Netflix. Um, if you're not on Netflix, just check it out anyway. It's a fun watch and you've got no reason not to enjoy it. Um, and yeah, speaking of not enjoying it, a little tweet was thrown out this week. And a lot of interactions. So we thought it would be good to obviously read out a lot of your interactions and have a little discussion about it. Yeah, let's build on it. Let's do it. For our tweet, what's seen in a non-horror film is scary as hell. Um, we put out first. We put out Superman 3. We're like the bad guy's sister. It's turning into a robot. I was seeing this as a kid, and it scared the hell out of me. And then Superman Three is quite a dark movie when you think of it, um, especially with evil Superman and good Superman choking him to death. Um, but th- this bit where she turned into a robot scared the hell out of me. Do you remember this? Yeah, uh, I remember it when when you, when I saw the picture. A lot of it came back to me, and um, you know, it was horrendous. It really was. I haven't and seen it, just, it recently, though, so I don't know how bad it holds up. You know what? That bit holds up really good when she's actually turning into the robot. But actually, when she is the robot, that's aged really bad because there's nothing like yeah. her. And, um, yeah, when she actually is the robot and she's going along, like, yeah. But the actual bit where she gets sucked in and gets turned because she's screaming while it's going on, that scared the shite out of me. Um but yeah, I don't think when she is the actual robot, it's aged very well. So I'm guessing, like, as you're the King of Horror, we're going to go through all this. That's justified, right? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Sweet. Um, we've got a load to go through. So some of these maybe, like, just throw free bullet. Um, so um, the other trending story podcast. I think the only time this came up, um, Marv getting electrocuted in Home Alone 2. Do you know what? That is fucked up. When we did the Home Alone episode, I feel like that was the first time that she noticed that he turned into the skeleton. <laughs> skeleton. And obviously, it's a film. Is that, is that the kids. bit? That is the bit. Yeah, that, that was... Because obviously, in general, um, it kind of dawns when that person did the Home Alone, but with like real effects. And, mm. Uh, mm. and it kind of dawned on me just how bad some of it was. It was really actually quite horrific what they went through. But no, that was a standout because, yeah, I remember like there was this, it was going through and it flashed a bit where he was a skeleton. And um, I, I wouldn't say it was like scary, but it, I'd say it was like, a what the fuck? It's what the fuck? It's well out of place, oh. ain't it? On this, um... It wouldn't play, it doesn't play on my mind. Scary things I, I sort of view as something like when you go away and I don't know, really give you nightmares or you're thinking about it and stuff like that. But that's a fucked up scene. Perfect. Um, there's loads of different scenes for this movie that came up. So uh, so we did touch upon um, the return to Oz. Oh, um, yeah. The world, A, the world warriors, or the, yep. the, the wheelies, they scared the hell. Like, and then I, one of my earliest memories of going to the cinema was actually going to see return to Oz. And when the queen like, sits up in bed without a head, like, that gave me nightmares. And my mum took me that 
um, that little free cinema screen at the top of our town. Um, yeah, that's a messed up film, right? Was it? Was this the one where um, he picked up a little thing and ate it as well? Yeah, that I remember that fucking me up. That was horrendous. Dorothy Gale. Oh, that, that's a horror film. That's not even a kids' film. Um, yeah, that came up. Judge Doom in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The end scene, end fight. Yeah, yeah. Where he's, where he's melting. Yeah. Um, he's... That was fucking horrendous. Though. Was it Christopher Lloyd? Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. <sighs> yeah, that's, that was fucking, that was really rough. Um, wasn't expected at all. Didn't really fit in with the rest of the film. I think this is another thing, and it seems that don't fit in with the rest of the film. No, no. I don't think anything sort of this graphic sort of really sort of fit in with the rest of the film and neither did the Superman one that you brought up originally like so it was so out of place and um, you know this is horrific because it just didn't turn away no no it doesn't and this isn't far off the kind of visual effects they were using in um, the original sort of Evil Dead it was on sort of par with that sort of same yeah, so, you know, it, I wouldn't say one was scarier than the other. So, you know, I mean, for it to be in it, it was yeah, you know, that was rough. I remember seeing that and thinking that was fucking horrible. And yeah, that was it was scary. So Tim Curry actually originally auditioned for Judge Doom, but was turned down because he was too scary. So it could have been even worse if Tim Curry. To have to be a fucking clown instead. Um. I got one of them. So who's this? Uh, ticket tripod, ticket tick ticket ripper pod. I think that's it. Um, in Free Willy, Jess is vandalizing the underwater observe observing place, and it's storming, so lightning cracks, and you see Willy in the water mouth wide open. Because that I literally hyperventilated, hyperventilated any time I'm in water, or my feet can't touch the ground. Oh, that's definitely obviously left the last impression on old yeah. um, Ben. That's come up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um, we... Yeah, and again, like I said things like that. I know they're elaborated on them, but again, like they do the cracking scene and. Yep. You know, like Jaws, Deep Blue Sea, isn't it? So it's a big. Anything was yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, someone put this scene in seven where he opens the box. Um. I think it's fucked up, but then we never see what's in what's in the box. Um, and seven is meant to be fucked up. And that's not a horror film. Up. And that's not a horror film. But it's a different. It's a different rating. Yeah, it's it's not a PG. And, uh, and that's more. Um, your mind creates how bad that is. Agreed. Agreed. So, I mean, there's not. You're not visually like all the other. You know, it is fucked up. I'm not disputing that. But it's more um, your mind has created that worse than what it is. The child catcher and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, yeah. The child catcher um was kind of. Uh, was, yeah. I think was, I think it was scary, but it went it taught you like not to like take sweets from strangers. So I think it was a valuable lesson. Valuable I mean, yeah. lesson. Oh yeah, it was, it was it was a very dark character for the film. Yeah, with a big a nose. lot dark, a lot darker than I think you realised. 
at the time. I think looking back on it, if you watch it now, you realise it's a lot darker than what you sort of realised it was when you were younger. Totally. Um, I've not seen Close Encounters, but some put the abduction scene in Close Encounters. Mm. I've not seen it to... Um... Oh, I know it. I'm just trying to think of it. But it's, it's going to be. Because anything's failing, that's going to be fucked up, isn't it? I've got one, which obviously... You scared me as a kid. Never-ending story. The werewolf, like, attacking the trail and the horse going, like, in this, in this quicksand swamp. Have you ever seen um, Never Ending Story? I have. I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen him for so long. Still going. But um... His horse just goes into quicksand almost, like some quick swamp, and he's going under, and there's this wolf coming to attack him, and he has to stab the wolf. You can see blood. That's pretty strong for, like, a kid's film. That feels fucked up. <laughs> um, the Witch in Wizard of Oz? Um, yeah, I, I could see that. That scared you. Um, a lot of people have put the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark when um, I suppose the Ark kind of and the guy just melts away. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, again, there's a, there's a lot of films that are um, sort of fucked up in Lost Ark. Even, um, oh, what's somebody eat the monkey brains and what? It's fucked up. The Temple of Doom. Yeah, that's all fucked up as well. There's loads of um There are some rough scenes in all of them, to be honest with you. Alien with the alien resurrection when it pops out of the stomach. Or any of the alien films really. But I suppose are they horror films? Um, a lot more so, but the rating I mean again, it's everything else we're talking about are generally just sort of kids film with horrific scenes. I mean it's a scary scene, but It'd be a scary scene in most scary scene lists. Robocop, where he's like an acid. Oh. <laughs> where he's sort of running down the street. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's fucked up. When I first saw that, he's like, can you fly? <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. But again, um, I don't know if it's meant to be. I mean, the, the guy like in pretty much one of the opening scenes got fucking shot like 900 times. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, it's, a, yeah. you know, it's a fucked up film. Ed 209, um, you got 10 seconds oh, yeah, to that's comply. That's mentally fucking scar you. That that really, really is. That, yeah, that, that film's, that scene's fucked up. Um, yeah. Loads of people put um, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory when it goes through the tunnel. Yeah. Just after the opening bit with the chocolate lake and they go through the tunnel with all the strobe lighting. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, most of Labyrinth, for the honest. I, I know it's a, a world-renowned film, but Labyrinth with the baby, like, on the wall for the... the uh, I don't know, Labyrinth is... Labyrinth's a bit out there, right? Yeah, Labyrinth is... Yeah, that's... that's um, we should go back and watch that one time. We do have to do that one time. I feel like I've seen it just so we can sing... Babe with the power, power of voodoo, voodoo, you do the power of baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <on> my baby. <laughs> oh, I've not seen it in so long. Um, it's on Sky quite a lot. I see. I, I come in. I've I still started watching it from the tunnel scene about twenty times. I think. Keep an eye out. Next time it's on Sky, we're doing it. We're doing All it. Right, um, 
the baby on the wall and train spotting, the baby where he's like he's he's cold turkey and the baby's on the ceiling. Um that's pretty I know train spotting definitely isn't a horror film, but that that's a bit um that's a bit messed up. Yeah, that's fucked up. Um what else we got? E. T. where he's he's in the closet and like the light flashes and that close get like I suppose one argument like Jaws, horror film or non horror film? Uh horror film. That uh, is a horror film. Yeah, Jaws, Jaws is a horror film. Yeah. Jaws is a horror film. Um E. T. one, I'd view it as a jump scene, not a scary scene. You're not gonna wake up in nightmares about E. T. in the closet. Um, I, I put like License to Kill um, th- th- there's a scene where obviously License to Kill is the most darkest Bond film and obviously kids still watch Bond films but there's a scene where like he gets thrown in some kind of air compressor incubator and he turns it all up so the guy's face is like really flat and then the guy takes an axe to the glass and just blood splatters all that kind of scared me as a kid so did the shark in License to Kill like like eating a Phoenix lighter, that was pretty messed up. That was pretty messed up. Someone's put Pan's Labyrinth, but I think I think Pan's Labyrinth is a horror. Pan's Labyrinth is just generally fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a fair um, that's a fair judgment. The whole yeah, the whole thing's um, it's generally fucked up. Um, the first ter- the first Terminator where like he rips the guy's heart out. But yeah, Terminator's like eighteen now, isn't it? So it's sort of that's true. That's true. That, 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 that's a fair shout. Um, loads of people bloody put stuff. <laughs> people said about Judge Doom. Oh, I've got one that fucked me up when I was a kid. Mm. Did you ever watch the Star Trek films? Nah. Do you remember Star Trek 2, Rafa Khan, where they had the bugs? Potentially. Fucking hell, that was so horrible. There's, there's like basically like bugs, and I swear it was in some guy's like helmet, and it's sort of like crawling around and sort of, I don't know if it goes up his nose or whatever. Ooh. Oh, it's, it's fucking horrendous. I might have to find it for you just so you don't sleep ever again. I know one, I know one. You have a look, you'll find it for me and so I watch it. Jumanji. The whole original Jumanji. The whole film. I, that's fucking scary. What about Before um, you turn into the rock and like Disney, the, the original Jumanji is should not be a kid's film. No, agreed. Yeah, there was um I'm trying to find this Rafa Khan scene for you. So I can get a live um Live take of you watching it. Many people said there's a scene from No Country from Old Men. Um, I haven't seen that. That went horribly wrong. I know, we're all quiet. Can you hear me? <laughs> I tried to copy a link for the video. <laughs> oh, that's what, it does. that's what it was. It doesn't like that. It doesn't like that. Doesn't like that at all. Um, no. E.T. dying, Deliverance. Deliverance is a horror film. Deliverance is a horror. Deliverance, um, yeah. You said Ghostbusters off there, didn't you? Yeah, Ghostbusters. The um, 
the woman in the the library uh, scared the shit out of me. You could argue like when he opens the, when she opens the fridge as well. Yeah, but no, but uh, like the um, the woman in the library was like shh, shh, it's like get her. Um, that was the first first thing that scared the shit out of me when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, some put about the jump scare in Spider Man Three with Venom um, coming towards you. Uh, see, it's sort of like I, I want to. You could say like Jurassic Park, but I guess that sort of is like not a horror, but it's on the verge, isn't it? He's on the verge. I think the raptors are more scary. I think you're supposed to be scared of the T-Rex, but I think the raptors are more scary. Yeah, because my thing is, the way I'm judging this isn't like something that makes you jump. Like I said, it's like something that fucks with your head like in the middle of the night. Yeah. You, you know, you home, when you're alone, you can't stop thinking about it and it almost like gives you sort of like verge nightmares because it's like proper just like, I can't stop thinking about that fucking scene. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have yeah. random scenes. Like, the most fucked up scene that I've ever seen in any film um, that really fucked me up was Alien 3. I think when the dog was impregnated with the alien. Oh, yeah, And you could, yeah, you could yeah. basically hear the dog, like, sort of screaming and stuff like that. And that really, really, really fucked me up. But, um, okay, controversial, controversial one. The scene in Clockwork Orange. Um, well, no, singing in the rain. Uh, no, because it's meant to fuck you up. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's Stanley Kubrick's a fucked up film, and it's that's a whole. They get they go around raping people while listening to opera music. I mean, what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna fuck you up, but that's the intention. I don't know. This is why I put it to you, the king of horror. Was it? About casino, he gets buried alive. Yeah, buried well, he, alive. he kills his brother. Even though I think the casino scene where he pops the guy's eye out is worse, puts his head in a in a vice, and um, but I think that's just mob mentality. Like I think that's expected. Yeah, um, I've never seen Watership Down, but apparently there's a fucked up scene in Watership Down, which is obviously aimed at kids. It's on here. Just on some website, scary scene. Star Trek Two: Wrath of Khan. I think this is this is it. He's got bug in his face. Oh, yeah, he's got bug in his face. Gonna be the one then. Toy Story when he goes into Sid's room at first. Yes, but again, it's like, is that is that fucked up? You know what? What kind of level of fucked up is it? I don't. There's loads, and loads of people contributed as well, which obviously means a hell of a lot. Oh man, the the whole list is like it is fucked up. I mean, I'm not taking away anything from any of them on the list. There's some absolute fucking crackers on there, but um, but yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, The Haunted Forest. Um, the Dark Knight, Bat at the Window. Eh. Mm. Don't know about that. Don't know about that. I'm trying, yeah, to think what, um, I'm trying to think what number one is. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is... Um, is um, 
an interesting it's one because that's it, that's not fucked up. It's just when you get older, you watch it back through different eyes. Yeah, it's realize he's just he's fucking like kids are getting fucking ruined. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about like the original, not the remake with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, we got William Dafoe in um, Spider Man One. It's quite evil. Jerry Lewis is the Night Professor when he when he transforms. I don't know. That's a oh, I haven't seen that for the the original in years, so I can't remember. It didn't leave a last impression on me, so I'd say it wasn't that scary. Um, there's a Pee Wee Herman like most people put gifts, but not actually what film it's from. But Pee Wee Herman's in the GIF. Uh, yeah, uh, he had the uh, oh, what film was it? Uh, Playhouse film or whatever. Oh, it's crazy though. There's been um, there's some crazy ones in there. There is some crazy ones. Um, there's probably some we missed, but um, it's a great chat. And I say overwhelmed. We'll try and find some more subjects for people. Our oh, Pee Wee's Adventure. So I put some put the Last Starfighter. I think it's pretty scary. I think Ash was scary, but I say I think Alien was a horror film that's, that's what I'm saying it's kind of like this Batman interrogating Joker no. I thought it was just cool <laughs> yeah, I think the original Batman was scary the original Batman um, the one we did 1989 but then I don't think it was aimed at kids it was like a 15 yeah, yeah and it was a, it was a transition away I've, I've always said I thought that's the biggest Batman film that was made because it was the the, the big one trying to transition, so they tried to make it sort of darker, didn't they? But um, I think if we're gonna have a winner, I think Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think I'd agree. I'd agree with that. That was fucked up. That was that and totally unnecessary. And you don't see it coming. There's nothing like that through the whole of the movie. That's what I'm saying. It was there's 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 nothing to give indication that anything was gonna sort of be remotely like that. It was just. Just horrendous. With Superman three in second, and potentially, I say Return to Oz, but that was fucked up all throughout the film. I was going to say just the whole film. The whole film should be just a notable mention for that, isn't it? Yeah, it's just if you go to see like Wizard of Oz and you think you're going to watch like a nice little sequel, yeah, it's nothing. But yeah, it got got seen by thirty two thousand people that tweet thirty two thousand seven twenty six. With 2,093 total engagements. Not to like blow our own trumpet. <laughs> no, it's good. Obviously, like we love the conversation. We'll try and find out some more subjects. We love talking to people about this kind of stuff. It's the old brain going and triggers some great memories. Um, we should get a great little way. If you want to get involved in the conversation, where can they find us on Instagram? Find us at Paul and Griff Show. And if you want to get in conversations like the one we've just had, where can they find us on Twitter? At Paul Engriff Show. It's as easy as that. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for your going support interactions and everything else we've stated. It means a lot. Uh, your ongoing support is what keeps us going. This show is for free. We do it for the love of film and um, to hopefully entertain a few people. 
Um, so I always get involved in the conversation. I'll read out all the different bits. Have a great week. Stay safe. And yeah. Yeah, stay safe. Um, enjoy great TVs and movies and see you next time. Bye. Bye.